This is Michaela McLean, and you're listening to Beauty by Design. Hey everyone, welcome back. Thanks for being here again. It is time to talk March transits with Ryan Marquardt, my favorite resident astrologer, extraordinaire, manifester, just powerful little powerhouse joining us as usual for the monthly rundown. March madness, ma'am. I'm <laughs> gonna die. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> every, oh every month we talk about this, but it's true. I don't. I don't understand time anymore. It's it's, it's no. I, really, every time, every time it goes. I'll never not be shocked. I'll never not I, be shocked. I crave when we hit record, where the conversation is suddenly like, "This was a slow month." Can you? Will that ever happen? I'm, I don't think so. Man, this has been dragging. No, nothing's dragging. <laughs> no, it's all it's a it's all going along at quite a quite a little a fast clip. Let's say that. Yeah. But yeah, every time I'm just like, oh my god, Ryan, I can't believe like whatever I put in our Zoom notes, like, what the fuck? It's already the next month. Like, no. But that that said, it's we just need to get into it. We but because because already our, our our pre our pre recording conversations are just like wild. The the full moon happens. Yeah. We're, we're what what the hell day is it? It's the twenty third, February twenty third. So we're going into the Virgo full moon. Okay, and yeah, I'm just gonna say like our conversation already has been very like full moon. Yeah, Pisces season craziness. Oh, um, so let's just get into the themes of March then. Oh, Take yeah, it away. Yeah. Take it away. Um. Yeah. So my overall theme for the month is I had like numerous ones that was going with this, but I got my theme is what are you made of? Sounds so cliche. I swear it's not. <laughs> I mean this in like numerous ways, like such a Gemini, of course. Mm -hmm. There's a lot and we'll kind of like tie it in as we go through. Um, We got like fewer themes this month, but like we'll kind of like focus on them a little more. So what are you made of as the monthly theme? Um. I mean this because there's a lot of watery stuff going on, right? Like we're Pisces season for the vast majority of the month. Yeah. Um, you think of the fishes floating upstream, downstream. And there's so much I could say about this, but it's like, I'm, I keep thinking like, literally, what are you made of? Are you floating? Or are you sinking? Are you light? Are you heavy? Like what's going on? Literally, what are yeah. you made of? Also, are you proving yourself to yourself this month? There's some weird energy. Like this is, there's a lot of positive aspects happening in March. Um, but I think to make the most of it, you need to be an active participant in the astrology this month. And right. there's reasons why. But active this month is weird. It's not active in the way where it's like, you know, I'm active at the gym and I'm doing like resistance training. This is not mm -hmm, a resistance mm -hmm. month. The active part is to find flow. <laughs> Basically, like the right. hard work comes in discovering what is my flow state and how can I ride that wave for as long as I fucking can, to be honest. <laughs> um, I'm serious, you know. Yeah. And oh, no. it's like, like, I'm, I'm totally feeling it based off of the conversation that we had before. No, we we're, we're it, it really is about this, isn't it? <laughs> it, it totally I mean, is. it really is, ma'am. Totally um, yeah. So it's like, I think if you're feeling resistance this month, it's going to feel like work. It's going to feel active. The wrong kind, though, you know, like yeah. the the hard work is to do this Pisces surrender thing to the flow. But it's got to be the right flow. Flowing is not e to just 
float on water. You know what I mean? Like you can get taken anywhere. What's the current? You know what I mean? Like there's a lot to pay attention to. There really is. There's a lot to interact with this month, but it is a flow state. It is an active participation in your flow state. So I also want to say like a part of this is like, (laughs) pretty should pat themselves on the back when you do something well, celebrate your wins, et cetera, Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. But if you are in a flow state, I this is kind of a month where like a little bit of effort in your flow state can take you very far. You can get a lot done this month. Um, I really believe that. But if you stop too long to celebrate your wins or relish in that moment, right? The the little current that you're swimming through, you will stop it. You'll become a dam in that river, right? And you will break the stream of progress and jumping back into the stream when you've stopped that flow is difficult. Mm -hmm. So use your rewards and positive feedback and accolades, any good stuff you're getting, use it as momentum to keep going rather than like being like, oh, yay, like I, I just pulled that off and I didn't do as much as I thought I was going to need to. And now my work's done. If you want it to be done, go for it. Or you could be capable of way, 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 way more. This goes into the psychological theory of flow. Literally, people can look this up, but it's like flow is just defined as like a complete immersion um, and focus in any activity, kind of meditative. Um, Mm -hmm. It's timeless. Um, There's just like a deep engagement there, but it is active in that sense. Like you really are channeling it. And I think that this is so perfect as well for Pisces season and so much Pisces energy this month because Pisces is the channel. It's the divine flowing right through you, right? And so I think of like, wow, what is that? Like, what is that your channel? How do you channel? Like, I think the only times I ever feel like I'm in a quote unquote channeling mode, well, it used to be when I was doing music, like I'd lose time, you know, like Mm -hmm. I would literally just be in like the music flow. But now it's, it is astrology. Like I'll be talking about astrology and I like will lose my time. I'm especially when I'm doing like <laughs> recorded readings. If yeah. I'm with someone, I'm usually like keeping track of a time a little better. But I mean, it's really hard. I yeah. will like channel on my own. I'm just like in a flow. And then I'm like, whoa, I spent like 20 minutes just talking about one little tiny thing that I probably should have spent three minutes talking about, you know. So that's that's my channel for better or worse. But I was in the flow, you know. Um I so love you can that, look into though. the flow of, I was going to say, being on the receiving end of messages Please. like that from you, I freaking love it because I get in that space too, right? Yeah, I know and you t- do. It's, it's yeah. right. I'm like, I am a Pisces. And this made, when you saying that, I was like, oh, this is so Einstein, you know, like time is relative. It's like when you're in the zone, you're in the yeah. zone and like time no longer exists. And it's freaking amazing. Yes. Yes. I mean, like that's true. But also with how quick time seems to be moving, it's like, that flow could be moving like pretty quick, you know, mm-hmm, like really, mm-hmm, I think that there could mm-hmm. be a lot of like nice snowballing going on. So you got to like really make conscious use of this month. You can be conscious in that flow state. It's not an yeah. unconscious state. There's also the Wu Wei philosophy, which is a Taoist concept. It literally mm-hmm. translates to effortless action or non doing, but it's cool because it's like, this is a way of acting just in in accordance to the natural flow of the universe like that's right. literally what it means um and so 
you're supposed to like kind of trust in what life brings and throws your way. And it's like kind of the detachment from outcomes, not having the expectations of certain things and kind of rolling with it, like not controlling things, rolling with things instead. This was, this is interesting too, because it's, um, again, a very like human design thing that the founder, you know, had said about it It was like, you know, the whole do without doing it, it all gets Mm -hmm. done. And as I'm like, I was looking over these notes, I was like, this is where I want to stress to people to remember what's super important. It's like learning your strategy and authority because that is your flow state. Your signature, this like what it would result is the flow state. Your not self is you being stuck. So I I quickly want to run through this because it's like you right now, to me, like you with the the manifester and the channeling, everything we talked about before this that we're both like all like Mm -hmm. fired up about. Yeah. Um, I'm just like, oh, it's so on point because it's like if you're a generator, manifesting generator, they really are one and the same satisfaction. You're doing what you love, letting the next right thing appear. It's like that's you in the flow state projectors. You're feeling successful. You're not burnt out or depleted. You're getting the right invitations. Like the right things are coming your way. Manifester, Ryan, you're feeling peaceful, playful. Nobody's getting in your way and you are being a divine channel. Like stuff is flowing through you and you're just informing, you know, like it's all happening. And then reflectors, it's surprise and delight, you know, like letting life unfold and having an adventure. So all of it is about it's flow, not force. Every single one of them. Mm-hmm. And so figuring out how to get out of your own way, living according to your strategy and authority, you do without doing it, it all gets done. I love, I feel like that's another theme for the month. It's just flow, not force. There's so many yeah. like ways that you could name this month. Totally. <laughs> so good. And we love but alliteration. Very... <laughs> yeah. And this is like, I've just, I loved thinking about this month too, because it's one of the months where I was like, you know, astrology always feels like doom and gloom. Like when's it ever going to get better? I'm mm-hmm. telling you right now, this is the month it could get better. Telling you right now, this month is like overwhelmingly way more positive than the last few months have been. I mean, the last like couple of years have been. This is a really, really, really good flowy month. There's you'll you'll see there's not a whole lot of bad aspects happening, to be honest. But the aspects that are happening are things you can get lazy with, you can get comfortable. And then you're like, well, there's no movement happening. Nothing amazing is happening. And it's like, well, what are you doing to take advantage of these energies? This is this is the month where it's not doom and gloom. It's it's better. We when's when's the better coming? The better's here. Mm-hmm. I love it. I, lo- I love that. And like you said, the laziness too, because I think, uh, again, being a Pisces myself, it's like there's the whole like going with the flow and like you're really not, like you said, being an active participant. You're like you're being carried along versus I'm swimming with the current mm. and I'm, you know what I mean? It's like the lazy river and I'm swimming along with the lazy uh, river. It's, like it's helping me. So let's go in that direction. Yes. 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 Oh my God. I love it. Um, It's kind of like too, like when a lot of people say, you know, when should you, when should I get my next reading or whatever? Like, I think the best answer to that is always when everything's okay. You know what I mean? Like mm, when you're comfortable, mm-hmm. that's when mm-hmm. you take that action because you're going to make, you're going to be in the level-headed space. You're going to totally. make more happen. When you come in your crisis mode, I mean, I understand. Absolutely. And let's help. Yep. But yep. that's not the productive. That's the resistant state that you're in. And then now we got to pull you out of that. So use this month like to yes. be active. It's funny because because of like the notes, that, you know, you send me notes and I always make myself notes. And mm-hmm. I was like, you use mentioned effortless and it's like like you said when it's like you're out of the crisis mode and stuff and i was like i always i love that word because it implies that there is no struggle 
right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, growing up as a ballet dancer, I'm like, the whole thing is like, you're constantly preparing. And then it means you're ready to flow. You're ready to make it look effortless. It appears effortless then, right? And I was like, the more I thought about it too, I was like, I was, stuff was flowing out of me when, when you sent me these notes over. And I was like, you're built for what comes your way. If you're following the strategy mm-hmm. and authority, you're like, you're prepared for this, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. it is. But you just need to be adhering to that, to the way you're designed. And then it's going to work itself out valuable 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 and i also think if anybody's struggling with like the feeling of effortlessness like in my mind at least um i think the best way to enable effortlessness is to work on eliminating attachment to outcomes eliminating expectations that's it if you just do that then you're at least in a little bit more of a non-caring nonchalant neutral space of equanimity Mm -hmm. way better for you um, okay, before we, I, I know we got to power through some stuff, <laughs> uh, but let me, let me run down these three really quick reminders for people. Okay. Daylight savings time starts. <laughs> I don't know why I felt the need to say this, but on March 10th. Okay. Um, everybody get ready. Uh, and then I actually, I did know why I needed to say that because the new moon in Pisces happens. Yes. At the like right when the clock changes. So it, that's kind of like a weird one. Um, anyway, so there's that. This is also another reason to make use of this month. It's the last month with no retrograde planets. Okay. Like Mer- that's right. Mercury turns retrograde April, April 1st. Fools. Yeah. Fools, and the- bitches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Mercury pre-retrograde shadow, where those Mercury retrograde themes might start emerging. They might not cause problems, but they might emerge. We'll start March 18th. So right. we're not even really all in the clear this month in that sense, but it is the last month of the year where all planets are direct, okay? There's going to mm-hmm. be one week at the end of April going into May where it's we're clear again, but just one week. It's a very brief Pointless. Window. Who yeah. cares? Yeah. Uh, and then number three, eclipse season begins this month. Every mm-hmm. six months, mm-hmm. we get a pair of eclipses. Um, so we're revisiting that. The first one is going to be at the end of March. The second one is going to be in April. The second one in April is like one of the really serious biggies. Everybody's going to be wearing those eclipse glasses. We haven't, it was like the great American eclipse in 2017 was the last time we had a really big eclipse that crossed the U S in this way. But prior to that, it was like in the seventies prior to that, it was a hundred years ago. The Cause that was like one, mine. That was my Leo North note and all that. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, I'm a big fan of basking in the eclipses. We'll talk more more about yes. the April one when we get in April's. I kind of really wanted to talk about it because I know that they matter together, but honestly, they're also very different right? when you really look at those charts. So yeah. let's just focus on the month that we have. We'll deal with April in next month. So I do um, quickly because you mentioned daylight savings mm-hmm. time, and I always think that this is a fascinating thing to like kind of think about. Is like we go in during Scorpio. So we go we go in and we come out during water signs. We go in in Scorpio, it's like about the shadows and the darkness and all that. And then we come back out in Pisces where it's like, it really is about like death and rebirth. And, you know, like we're being cleansed. Everything's dissolving. We're, we're absolving our stuff. And then we're going to get to come back out the other side with the light. That's literally how the, how the wheel goes in human design. You know, the darkening of the mm-hmm. light and then like, you know, universal love. Anyway, just had to throw that in there. No, that's perfect. And actually, like, it was a note that I was going to make. And um, I don't want to ramble on this, but seriously, 
part of the what are you made of theme mm-hmm. for me is it's Pisces season, the final part of the Zodiac. After Pisces, it's the astrological new year. This mm-hmm. is about endings and closures and culminations and releases and letting goes. It's like a Pisces always has to do with that shedding process in that way. Yeah. So what are you made of? You're not going to be in the flow state this month if you're not embracing that Piscean ability to dissolve what's no longer needed. You yeah. got to release the extra baggage. Otherwise, you're going to fucking sink. Like, you got to, you want to float. <laughs> you want to float this mm-hmm. month. <laughs> like, yeah. Which, which one of the fish do you want to be? Do you want to be, mm-hmm. like, you know, coming to the top or going to the bottom? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, Lunations, shall we? Let's do it. Okay. March 10th. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> 2 a.m. Pacific, which is like weird for me because that's the time change, literally. Yeah. So I'm like, is it is it really 2 a.m. or is it I don't know, whatever. Um, so this is the new moon in Pisces, 20 degrees of Pisces. Um, ruled by Jupiter. This is a good new moon overall. Honestly, I think it's incredibly sweet. <laughs> I really like it. I don't have a ton to say about it. It is pretty simple. It is in a sextile with Uranus. We'll learn more about sextiles in a little bit here. Um, there's good positive action going on. Uh, the ruler Jupiter is also in a sextile with Saturn, which is in Pisces. I mean, this is good, productive flows of energy. You want to use this new moon to actually do something. New beginnings here have to be Piscean in nature, though. So use your imagination, visualization, get creative. I usually recommend like actually doing vision boards once, um, spring hits once Aries season actually mm-hmm. starts because then there's actual growth happening but maybe like you're gathering vision boarding materials during this new moon to like start l- actually do- coming up with the vision itself before you actually enact totally. it put it down right yeah so what kind of like use this to discover inspirations you really want to like get excited if you're if you're visualizing feeling inspired feeling creative and future forward it's a new beginning um then you're going to turn your attention away from the things that are holding you back, right? You're going to drop what's no longer needed, which is also an important part of the process. A new moon in Pisces inherently is going to have to deal with the letting go too. Yeah. So it's happening in gate 22, which is like one of my all-time favorite gates and a master number. And I mean, like, yes, it's, can we just say it's your North node? It's my Venus in Pisces. It's, oh, yeah. No, it's so good. It. And 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 22 is you have this channel, you have the whole channel, channel of openness yourself. But 22 is grace, it's beauty, it's mm. it's divinity. Like I love 22. It has to do with the left ear, it has to do with what is worth listening to. It's music, it's very artistic. What I just love again. We do. We need to do this in video because always your face. I, I just eat it up. It's but, just funny. Like, please keep going. No, no, no. You go. You go. You go. All I was gonna say is like I love that you said music and like Pisces is so artistic, artsy fartsy. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's not just that it's good at arts and it has it, whatever. It's it's affected by arts, mm-hmm. you know. So like I always also think I'm so shocked I haven't even thought about this is. In Pisces season, or when there's a lot of Pisces activities in general, I would say especially when Venus gets into Pisces here, mm-hmm. um, 
be very, very, very careful of the music you listen to. Um, I like depressing music. I'm a little emo, Same. sad kid at heart. Okay, not <laughs> this month, girl. Not I know this it's month. Like, ah! I got. I literally have my 2024 upbeat playlist. I just made. <laughs> like I am like on. I am gonna be listening to like club music and yeah. <laughs> only upbeat shit because yeah. Pisces is gonna be affected. It's osmosis. So that's I, I, I use the word osmosis all the time because it, I mean that's how I operate in life. Yeah, yeah, you got it, and that's you have Pisces. to be careful. It is. It's like you got to be careful. It's like what's the what's the water you're swimming in, um, being mm. being mindful of that. And yes, the music and um, very affected by art. Twenty two also is this veil, this like of of beauty and loveliness and grace and all of these wonderful things, and I'm like. I'm loving this because it's like a new moon. Like I said, we're both getting hit personally with this and in a very good, positive way. But um, it's planting beautiful seeds. And I really, I have this thing. I mean, obviously I'm from the beauty industry. It's like beauty, when you're able to know that you're safe, this is like a psychological thing too. You know, if you're just surviving, you're not thriving. When you're able to slow down and actually, you know, put on your rose-colored glasses and smell the roses and enjoy the beauty, um, you it's it does stuff to your nervous system you're actually able to like relax and receive and and i don't know i'm always like to me beauty is like what gets us through life when you literally are just surviving and struggling it's like you're not getting to enjoy you know like uh-huh. it's just i don't know it, it makes it makes it worth like an like another day like you know like i can make it through because it, it makes honestly i'm like i'm one of those people like the sad the sad you know sad pisces girl it's like it makes life tolerable beauty to me makes life tolerable i love it and i love it and you're the like best person i've ever had a conversation about beauty with obviously interviewed you about the topic mm-hmm. and like i'm sure this is not a new topic for your listeners i know but like i just like you most people don't, I don't think, think of beauty and the way, the deeper ways that you mm-hmm. consider it. And like, you make me think about how beauty, um, and it is a very beautiful month, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. That, like, I love that everybody has their own aesthetic. Like, you're allowed to view, like, a preference of beauty, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I love olive green. Some people think it looks like vomit. Well, I don't know, whatever. That's preferential beauty, I would guess. But like, yep. um, I think like the other cool thing that, Pisces and this month, I guess, could really do is like it, train yourself a little bit to find the beauty in things, something mm-hmm. that isn't inherently beautiful to you. Like, can you find the beauty in it? Got this energy drink right here. You know, I'm like, I don't, there's like a, it's kiwi guava. I've never had a guava, but the guava on this looks so pretty. Like, it's I so makes pretty. me want a guava, you know? Yes. Those colors, just an aluminum can, but you can find the beauty. Find the beauty. You're, oh, you're, oh my God, you're exactly right. There's this, um, there are these accounts, a couple of them that I follow. Oh God, one, it's a French photographer, but he only photographs broke down, decaying places. I mean, I am obsessed. So beautiful. Like everything is overgrown and just like these old, villas and palaces and uh, you know places that have maybe your water like pools and th- i mean obsessed it's so like you're like i can only imagine what it smells like in there and just everything you know kind of like rotting and decaying and but yet i just think it's the most beautiful 
like I always loved old the smell of old library books and things like that. Just like stuff that maybe other mm. people wouldn't necessarily find super. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Just like I keep using the word beauty, but it's like finding that the gorgeousness in that. And again, that's a very Piscean thing, you know, like that stuff is that is broken down and decaying and like dying. And, you know, just to be like, okay, it's dissolving. It's literally dissolving. And to me, it's like the most beautiful thing ever. That's the killer example that photographer is like, got has to be somewhat Piscean because it oh, is about it has the, to be. not it has just to even be. like what's decaying and dying and all that, but like also the overlooked things to go to yes. like a place where you wouldn't on the surface think you find beauty, right? right. Like Pisces gives vision to the overlooked, underserved, and 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 there. that there's no one there. You know, Pisces is very much about being removed. Mm-hmm. You know, where you where you go away to, you know, kind of come to the end as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Institutions and things that, the, you know, the 12th house, all of that. So it's just very much like, and I'm alone, but I'm okay with it, you know, because I'm about to be reabsorbed into the all. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's beautiful. Beautiful. So See, there's some beauty for you. Um, I love it. So then we have March 25th, full moon, lunar eclipse in Libra. What's going on here? Yeah, yeah there's yeah. a lot. Um, I again like this though. It's a full moon, you know, so there can be releases, endings, culminations, closures. It's Libra. So it's relational, of course. Mm-hmm. Like there can be a culmination relationship, which is an exciting one. Eclipses can always bring unexpected turning points and events. So like I try to not over prescribe like what would happen in an eclipse because you really mm-hmm. never freaking mm-hmm. know. But, you know, just think in Libra and qualities, which is relationship and it's a supercharged full moon essentially here. And so it can be like a big step coming to fruition in a relationship that you're in. It could be finding a partner if you've been like dating or something, right? It could be the loss of people in your life. If there's like uneven, imbalanced relationships going on, that there mm-hmm. can be a severing happening here too. Libra's also, you know, the scales, right? Justice. So it's like ideas of right and wrong. This idea of like, reasoning and having rationale for things as well is kind of big it's like um almost like a little bit of like trying to bounce off your beauty idea because it is pisces oh no it's not pisces at this point but anyway but there's still no, but venus will happening. be venus will be in pisces yeah still in 20 it'll be venus will be yeah, in 22, then. the rulers in pisces yeah uh-huh. and it's it's conjunct saturn which is exalted in libra so we actually have like uh, this is a really good benefic energy ultimately like i Love like that. venus and saturn together like this is good um yeah. but it's almost like the beauty and like what's right the beauty and ethics you know like a little Mm -hmm. bit here like treating people fairly there's beauty in that like the beauty and harmony social justice those sort of things i think it's pretty big you know i'm I'm just thinking that like yeah truth and beauty like the ancients right it's like Mm. um didactic Mm. art right yeah you know like like the balance and the the symmetry and, and everything that was you know like you being a good person was beauty you yeah. you evolving into something higher like in the, for the afterlife is beauty right it, it, this one is it's happening in gate 18 which is is about perfection you know it's 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 downfall it's like it's it's a fear of things never being perfect i 
because of my my Saturn, um, my Jupiter Saturn, the great conjunction in my chart, it's like I have it four times in my human design. So it's like this big hang up of being a perfectionist. And I think if you're going to be releasing anything, like you said, it, the perfection that you expect, it's a collective energy. And so it, it, when you're using it personally, that's when you get into trouble. You're being a perfectionist with yourself or other people. When you realize, you know, the highest expression of the gene keys is like, it's understanding that per, it, the, the perfection and the fact that perfection does not exist yeah. and uh, like letting go of that, like really absolving yourself and others of those standards. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's, that would be huge, huge at yeah. this time. I know that that's always such a cliche, like per- nothing's perfect, but like when you, these it's are so like, true. These, yes. These are it's like so true. simple quote unquote cliche concepts for a reason, because when you really <laughs> yep. meditate in them, flow in that for a minute like it's really there's so much to think about there like what is perfect what is your version of perfect and are you realizing that that is a construct that was Mm -hmm. imprinted on you like that who made that version of perfect why do you have that opinion of perfect and why aren't you viewing your own cracks and flaws and your own idea nobody else's libra letting go Full moon, lunar, south node eclipse here. Yes. Like, let go of other people's perspectives of who you should be, how you should show up. Like, it's not about what other people think right now. It isn't. It is about trying to create good, balanced relationships, sure. But, um, yeah, no. Perfection, it doesn't exist. And your perfection is is your cracks and your flaws. Otherwise, if you're living in some totally. perceived idea of perfection, you're being a template of something else that already exists, which is then not perfect. Your copy I'm like with Venus being in 22, which we just discussed 22 for that new moon. It's like, there's the beauty and the grace. It's like the beauty of the imperfection, right? Mm -hmm. The wabi-sabi or the, you know, the Japanese, like, okay, I'm painting the gold and the cracks and, you know, making, making something that's broken even more beautiful. It's like, there could be so much, oh, so much around this. I was also making note that Jupiter has finally moved into gate two. I was like, girl, my Venus and my Chiron are being like activated between all of this. But gate two, there we have the Taurus with the mutual reception. Two is a is the the, it's really the most feminine energy in the chart. It's about sitting back and receiving. It's like Mm -hmm. letting go of the idea of perfection, finding the beauty in imperfection. What I was just talking about that French photographer, you know, finding like all this Mm -hmm. stuff that's like, oh my god, it's abandoned and decaying and all of that, and yet it's so gorgeous. And just sitting back and sort of like receiving whatever the universe has to give you at this time, which is very eclipse season advice anyway, Mm -hmm. because it is it it is more faded. Absolutely, this is also like one interesting thing you said. Just again, and like finding the beauty in the weird spaces and knowing there's like full moon eclipse, lo- loss of people technically. Eclipses are one of the most ancient things that like astrology mm-hmm. has recorded. And it often, they often equated to like a eclipse would happen, a king would die. These days, it, it's solar figures, right? Like the sun is getting eclipsed. So it's like um, leaders, powerful people, just people, solar figures in your life, people you look up to or whatever staples can pass away like eclipses are always known as like a portal of like deaths and births okay Mm -hmm. it just is a thing i'm not predicting that anybody is gonna have a death or anything but what it is making me think here is also like the weird beauty in like a funeral do you know, like what a sad fucking event you know but it has to do with that that idea of Mm -hmm. mortality is huge there But like how you could sit in like a beautifully crafted church at somebody's funeral and you're like, 
so sad, so sad, but also what beauty in that pain, right? And like that you can't even experience to such a capacity that you love somebody so much that you now care so much that they're gone and you get to feel this like beauty to be had even in that seemingly most awful situation, right? Oh, to me, I'm like, I used to just be so fascinated by like Victorian morning jewelry and things like that, you know, of like carrying your beloved people with you, you know, through things, through things of that nature. Because it is, it's like life is so ephemeral and, um, which is, again, it's just so, so Piscean. Yep. Yep. But, but love is eternal. Yeah, it really is. It is. It's. Love is also probably one of those feelings that's like going to take you to that timeless flow oriented mm-hmm. space. If it's not mm-hmm. egoic love, Pisces no. transcends ego. So can't be out of like your brain. It's not intellectual. It's very heart centered. Yeah. Uh, um, love it. Okay. I love Let's, it. <laughs> I know. Me too. Let's power through some of these planet changing okay. signs. Um, the four of them. Okay. March 9th, Mercury enters Aries. Quick witted. Like, decisive you know like especially um once there's not gonna be a ton of overlap mercury's gonna like well no it's gonna go retrograde so it is slowing down sorry um it, especially once the sun enters aries that is gonna be a, i think people are really like ready to do new things ready to like make quick decisions have a big conversations like that you're focused on you and doing what's best for you doesn't mean you know ignore other people but it is kind of like a good thing like you aries is very symbolic of like all right we're like on a new path here you know it's a whole new year technically so i like mercury and aries but you do want to be careful of like um harsh communication like battle your words are like wounds a little bit um battle yeah, you're like argue, arguing. You can totally be arguing, I guess, with a sharp tongue. Mm-hmm, <laughs> trying mm-hmm. to think of other ways to put it. It's yeah. a fire sign. It's a spicy little number. Yeah, yeah, but it is nice. It's like when, especially coming out of like Pisces season a little bit. Like, I mean, we're still in Pisces season, but like, <laughs> it will help. It will well Mercury coming out of Pisces at least. The brain can be mushy, like with yes, oh, Mercury and Pisces, right? Yeah. So it will feel nice. You're gonna feel a little more alert. So it's like that will help with the consciousness in the flow state i think Mm -hmm. to like and i don't know you're just gonna do things a little more intuitively it's very primitive mind and i would would say too it's like almost like bringing like words and the ability to communicate through Mm -hmm. through words back because pisces is very like Mm -hmm. non-verbal even Mm -hmm. you know it's just it's communicating by energy and telepathically and then all of a sudden like aries might bring a bit of that you know the fire back to um just your thought process. Yeah, thank God. It'll be like be creative. <laughs> no, truly. Um, so that's March 9th. March 11th, uh, Venus enters Pisces. We've discussed this Yay. already. I don't know that we need to like keep going, but I love this. Mm-hmm. Venus is exalted in Pisces. This really is a beautiful transit. It's going to be until like April 5th. Um, uh, I was going to say, I mean, I, I am a Venus and I'm a Pisces. I'm a Pisces, but a Venus in Pisces as well. And so mm-hmm. it's like, oh, this is just the best. Exalted yeah. energy. Yeah. Love. So, so, so beautiful. It just makes me think of those people who look like they float when they walk in a room. Like they're mm-hmm. just like etheric. It's like ah, gorgeous. Um, 
Okay, and then the spring equinox, a.k.a. the astrological new year, starts on March 19th. Sun enters Aries. So, you know, that's just, like, people definitely ready to, like, turn a new leaf. Like, if 2024 has felt, like, more of the same, this is where that very much changes. I I still think you're trying to be in a flow before March 19th, for damn sure, you know? This is the point where, like, you are very clear-headed more on that direction yes. that you're you're flowing in. Um, you can probably do more about it, you know. Yeah. More willing to as well. Like, you got the energy for it. I don't know. I just don't want people to waste those first nineteen days. <laughs> for sure, but but it's kind of like what you were saying about visioning before you really create yeah. the vision. Yeah. That's what those first nineteen days are yeah. for, in my opinion. Um, and that's th- with the equinox, of course. That's the right angle cross of the vessel of love. So you're it's the bridge gate between Pisces and Aries, and that's gate 25. So you're being reborn into this universal love. It's like spring is here and yeah. I am alive. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. And then I think the beautiful part, honestly, I'm biased though, is when Mars enters Pisces on mm. March 22nd, a few days later. <laughs> Normally, like, don't love it. But sun's in Aries now. Mercury's in Aries now. Aries is ruled by Mars. Right. So all of a sudden, first 19 days, trying to figure out the flow state, trying to have this vision. 19th rolls around and you're like, okay, wait, creating, acting, being decisive, like, cool. And then Mars comes in and it's like, let's synthesize this shit now. Keep the vision, keep the action, put them together. Like, I really think that's mm-hmm. what's happening. So you're continuing to stay in the flow state at that point. People might get a little like rowdy in between that. Like while Mars mm-hmm. is still in Aquarius at the end of Aquarius, okay. like it, it could, the 19th through the 22nd could be a little like, People getting out of their flow state, trying to figure out what they're doing. Like, it's just weird. <laughs> but Mars in Pisces is a real interesting energy. I have it in my needle chart. So like, do I. Very buggy. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot you're Mars in Pisces, too. Oh, yeah. It's such a bizarre energy. Yeah. I never. 29 I degrees, love, remember? I got oh the. Oh, my God. Mm, I forgot you are. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Why did I think that was your Mercury? No. Um, what? Um, I love energy. Mars in Pisces. Yeah. <laughs> It's cool. Like, I think it's like such an interesting conundrum of an energy, but like, it's super, super cool. Weird energy. And it doesn't like, I think it's important to say people always think because Mars like falls in cancer. um, People think that Mars sucks in water signs. Not true. Mars rules a water sign. It rules Scorpio. Okay. It knows how to operate in water. No, it's not great in cancer, but it's neutral in Pisces. So this is another this is the the epitome of what are you made of? You mm-hmm. get to choose this Mars in Pisces energy. Like that is all up to you. Okay, it's mutable. Yeah. You know, I mean, I always say it's like the mutable signs are like adaptogens. Uh huh. So it's like, what uh-huh. do you want this? What do you want yeah. it to be? Yeah. How do you want to use it? Yeah, and I think like again with like the flow state too. Uh, with this, like this will literally put you in like that active mode that's needed to Mm -hmm. be in a good flow state. I know flow state seems like such a receptive passive thing to be in almost like, but it's not like you actually have to kind of make this choice. And so Mars Mm -hmm. being like athletes and sports and fitness and all of that, like Mars and Pisces type athletes is like martial arts, yoga, right? These like flowier, more beautiful and poetic things. Yeah. Ballet. Right. 
Um, so those things matter. Even swimming, swimming would be yeah. huge with this. I think that's more of a Mars and Cancer thing, but it, truly, it's like the the flow of this mm -hmm. really interesting thing. Um, we know totally what that's like. Um, and and Ju you know Jupiter rules Pisces, so it's like Mars does get a nobility here. Like there is a nice. Um, hopeful energy to Mars and Pisces. It doesn't have to go to that like depressive route, which we both know can <laughs> happen as well. Like we can be very motivated by like darker things, you know? Yes. Um, but this is, no, we're not, we're not getting, we're not doing that this year. This no. is also, I think Mars and Pisces really forces you to question it like a soul level. Like what are you a warrior for? Mars being the warrior in any other sign, it's a little more cut and dry. And Pisces, yes. it's like, it's a spiritual warrior, but like, mm -hmm. what does that mean to you? You know, truly. Um, and how like, you know, some, like, it's like the goodness that war can bring, like how beautiful it can be to stand up in adversity, right. Or to stand up for the voiceless, like to do all that. So, but that takes like courage, you know, even just the nature of courage itself and finding that beautiful. Like I don't, there's so much about Mars and Pisces. I love that transit. So I wanted yeah. to spend more time on it, but I don't really kind of kind of know. Um, so those are the the dates. Let's run down one more time. March 9th, Mercury and Aries. March 11th, Venus and Pisces. March 19th, Sun and Aries. March 22nd, Mars and Pisces. Love it. Love. Okay. And then my final thing is I don't need to go nearly as in depth on this as I was like planning on it. But I just wanted to talk about the sextile aspect because it is overwhelming this month. And it it's this loaded. is also loaded, man. Okay, the aspects this month are crazy good. Like when you're really just looking at the major aspects, I'm not talking about minor little aspects. Those aren't going to really matter as much. Mm -hmm. And as always, it depends on how these things are affecting your birth chart. But the overall atmosphere, astrologically this month, beautiful. There are only two squares. Squares are negative things. No oppositions happening. Love that. Um, aside from like, you know, a full moon, like mm -hmm. whatever. Um, five conjunctions, nice, cool, whatever, not abnormal. Ten sextiles, <laughs> like heavy sextiles. Okay. Sextiles are 60 degrees apart, meaning two planets that are two signs apart or two or more planets, but it's a so two they're sign in complementary energy. Yes. Yes. So they're like, like either a sextile is going to be feminine signs or masculine signs, right? Like, love it. Um, and this is positive action. So just to educate on a sextile really quick, like sextiles are of the nature of Venus. Like that's the way to look at it because you figure out aspects by looking at like the luminaries, their rulerships, right? Like imagine the Zodiac wheel, moon rules cancer. The next sign is Leo, sun, sun rules, rules Leo, Leo, right? So the luminaries sit next to each other in their rulerships on the Zodiac wheel, when you go a sextile, two signs over from the luminaries, you go to the Venus ruled signs, right? Like the Cancer mm -hmm. sextile is Taurus, Venus rules Taurus. Leo's sextile is Libra, Venus yep. rules Libra. So that's why the sextile inherently has to do with Venusian topics. So when you're using sextiles this month, which honestly, there's so many. March 1st, 4th, 6th, 9th, 10th, 21st, 24th, 28th, all those days. And there's multiples and a couple of those days. <laughs> all those days, like take positive action, but with a Venusian bend, meaning like you want to enact, like do things out of harmony for balance. This is the supportive and constructive energy. It is creative and artistic. If you're doing anything with creation energy in mind or 
art and beauty, right, in mind in that sense. And it's also social and collaborative. Like, it's good. So, like, get to know people. This As much as, like, you know, Pisces can have that, like, isolating effect, I guess. Like, sextiles, this is is good. Um, So, I think you want to... Sextiles can bring out opportunities to talents, things you didn't even really know were there. Like, maybe you've tapped into certain things. But, like, once you... You might be, like, getting deeper into like a creative pursuit or something and then realizing like whoa I have like a serious knack for this you know like you maybe dipped your toes in it before but never really took it seriously take something new and creative seriously this month like you could seriously make some insane progress on on new things like and where it feels like you got a hidden talent coming up um you need to be decisive this all sextiles cannot benefit you unless you are consciously using them. This is not like a trine. Trines are the smoothest flow of energy, technically, right? Mm-hmm. This, but trines can just be there. They can just happen. We can get lazy with those too. But sextiles are similar. It's like a nicer, it's like, it. Can, I think it, sextiles can be as nice as a trine, as beneficial as a trine, but you they just require action. So it's not technically as easy i guess but in both of these cases we can get lazy because it's like things are going well why if it ain't broke don't fix it kind of feelings but like that's when you need to be going to therapy booking that reading like when you're in a good mindset Mm. take the action to Mm -hmm. push yourself even further right so do not be complacent this month at all integrate these energies please the two sextiles are aquarius and aries like there's only two sextiles that's also why i think this is important it's not like we're all flying all over the Zodiac here. Okay. They're either happening between Aquarius and Aries, mm-hmm. which the archetype that I came up with for this is the fearless renegade. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think of things they both have in common, right? They both combine vision and initiative. They're both self-motivated yet inclined to collaborate um, very much. Change makers, problem solvers, enthusiastic, progressive, bold, individualistic, but still collaborative. This is air and fire together, masculine signs. They move quick. Okay. Um, love it. So I won't go into everything there, but then the other one is Pisces Taurus, very different, mm. right? Water and earth. So I love that the sextiles though, all this action is harnessing all four elements here. Yeah, They're all like right next to each other. It's the four same like signs just in consecutive orders. Beautiful. And so Pisces and Taurus, when I was really, uh, this one was hard because there were like numerous ways I wanted to go about this, but like the uh, archetype I came up with for this one is the abundance magnet. I literally believe that like P- yes. Pisces is ruled by Jupiter. Taurus is ruled by Venus. The planets mm-hmm. that bring in abundance. The benefits. And gifts and opportunities. Yes. Yeah. And they both... Uh, by nature, feminine signs are receptive. So there is the magnetizing quality here, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, we do get a lot of that hope and faith, like, that's needed for a good, abundant life to happen through Jupiter and Pisces. Pisces always gets, like, and understandably, I get it, but like the depressive role. And we we forget often, like, we think of it as Neptunian too much. Like, it's Jupiterian by nature. It is an abundant-ass sign. And it's more of the manifestation. Like, right. people I know can think, and it's it exists now. I've, like... It's crazy to me, sometimes to a crazy delusional extent, you know, and it can happen on the negative side, too, for Pisces. But like, <laughs> I remember my ex was a Pisces. I've literally never seen somebody manifest more in my life, you know, yeah. like one of the most privileged people I've ever met. So he never had like real life concerns, you know, right. but um, because of that, like because of his effortlessness, he was in a flow of abundance. Mm-hmm. He just I swear to God, he would think anything and it would just happen for him like red right. carpet rollout, you know. 
but these are the abundance magnets. You have this energy. So putting them together, right? Knowing we got the fearless renegade, we got the abundance magnet. This is all about embracing unconventional approaches to abundance this month. This is not your normal templated shit. Um, take bold risks in creative projects, right? Yeah. Abandon social expectations to achieve personal growth. Okay. Um, express yourself by challenging pre-established norms. Um, and then you'll gain opportunities by following the intuition, being in the flow, right? And like yeah. trusting, like manifestation will happen when you trust that the universe will deliver the results. That's that release of the expectation as well that's needed a little bit. Like it'll happen how it needs to happen. Yes. Have a little bit of a vision, a little bit of a construct of what you want. Don't get too dependent on a super rigid outcome. Trust that the universe will bring you what you need in the way you need it. And it will likely be very different than what your rigid vision would have been anyway. You know, totally so get rid of that. I'm just thinking too with the Pisces Taurus, you know, like that earth water sex style. It's like, I just saw, you know, the meme it pops up every once in a while where it's like when the cards tell you, you really are that bitch. And it's like the Empress and the High Priestess. So I'm like, the High Priestess Pisces. Empress, you know, Taurus, it's like, yeah. I'm sitting back, I'm receiving, I've gotten into alignment, we're back in that flow state, mm -hmm. allowing, you know, yes, we're taking, you know, the, the fearless renegade action, but we're an abundance magnet, because then we can sit mm -hmm. back and do that divine feminine and just like yes. receive, right? Yes. And the fearless renegade, part of that can be the abandonment that Pisces can teach you sometimes, I'm going to abandon yeah. this thing that doesn't work for me anymore. And that's a fearless decision. The whole yeah. group might be going one way and you're like that doesn't that's not my flow right. i gotta move this way that is a fearless renegade action you know what i mean okay. do it and then you're tapping into that abundance magnet energy all of a sudden like love. this is a beautiful 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 month like super sextile month so please enjoy it love all right i love it i love it i love it as always okay i gotta run and get the kids <laughs> i know i know so um, you know, this is my favorite time of the month when I get to hang out and talk with you and thank you for being here. Of course. Now, if you want to know what all those dates are that we were just like a million sex styles, well, guess what? You need to get Bismo CEO. It'll be on your phone. Okay. Uh, yeah. and, then and you... we just launched the membership portal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you in it? I got to get you in it. Get me in it. Set up get me in it. Account. Yeah. All the, 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 the it's so good. What am I trying to say? The workshops and things. It's like you need a book with Ryan. Mm -hmm. Get your lesson on how to use it. I know I have other friends I told you that have that have bought it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to book with him so I can learn like what I'm doing. And they're all, it's all estheticians who have their own businesses that that need this. Um, so yeah, you need to get on it. And thank you. There we are, you know. All right. Yeah. Love you. Thank you for being Love you. always, always, always. Um, and I will talk to you. I I am going to talk to you soon because yeah, no, we'll I, stay in touch now. That oh. yeah, what, yeah. Okay, uh, we'll continue this case. offline. All right. Mm -hmm. And of course, until next time, have a beautiful day.